will be able to get questions out of this list. No one will get any of them right because none of you retain anything that I tell you. Anybody. Anybody. You eat your period? Oh, oh come on. And Dawn. It's like injecting yourself with sugar. It felt like a heroin sugar addict. The Rock. Anybody. And Dawn Show. A couple of emails that came in uh, yesterday throughout the day, RAD at radradio.com. Uh, yesterday was our first day back on the Sacramento Airwaves after a few months' hiatus. Uh, we are on 1047 FM and 890 AM, and it's then it's all of us all day long. We play best of classics and et cetera. So at 1234 yesterday, this email uh, came in and said, Boy, I could get used to this all day rad radio. <laughs> Listening to the segment when a listener who got bit by a macaw monkey called into the show was so good. This week is going to be a blast with the afternoon school pickup routine. Yeah, it's it's it is it is it's weird. And I don't mean weird like Dawn means it where she thinks no one should ever listen to this show because it's awful. I mean, and all the time of it. Yeah, what's weird is <laughs> yeah, we've had our app for years, but why would I ever log into our app? I don't I don't need to listen to our old stuff. Brandon runs the app, keeps it running. Uh, Kyle mo- mostly. And Kyle, okay, no Aww. Kyle. Uh, see, I don't even know that. That's how that's how little I know. <laughs> But when you're just driving around and it's right there it, it, at the push of a button, and you and you just push it and and there we are. It's like it's it's a, it's surreal. Now, I don't plan on doing that. I'm not like Dawn and Brandon where I retch at the sound of the show or my voice or anything like that. Um, but I just don't need to listen to it. it's work. We were here. But I but I do I did need yesterday and throughout the week. I'll need to keep what we call monitoring, checking in, seeing how the station's running, is the timing working. So it was it was weird yesterday, spending an hour and a half driving around doing errands errands, and and and, and there we are. But there was there was like there was a, this this guy's remembering the the macaw monkey uh, a bit. Or, or, or caller or whatever. Uh, yesterday, there was a, this was a really cool conversation we had for like 20 minutes about significant other pet peeves, things they do, like sneezing live on the radio when you're when you're trying to trying to recap. And it was it was just, it was it was entertaining and it was there and it was. Just, it, but the, the the best part was yesterday morning when because uh, uh, we signed it on at midnight. So on the the drive into work, that was the first time I, I popped on the stage. Oh, I was listening the whole way here. Shut up, you're lying. <laughs> What I did love, though, was the segment that was playing was the very first thing I hear. You know, big day. We're back on the radio, and it's a whole – they've never been done in the industry. We have an entire radio station to just us, to, to one show. And the very first thing I hear is the segment from Friday when Dawn just destroyed my enthusiasm over Kevin Bacon's reasoning for not eating uh, pigs uh, or goats anymore because they're his pets. And, and you could hear – what was cool was I was driving into work, and you could hear – the life being sucked out of my voice. I had, I had, I began the whole thing with this, with this enthusiasm that I rarely have anymore because I, my life has just soured me over 50 years. And and Dawn found a way to almost immediately reach in and just and and suck the joy from me. It, it, you got to experience it for a oh, second time. Yeah, it was. It That's was amazing. It was great as a spectator, yeah. or a listener. Yeah, yeah, no control to do anything over it other than to to audibly hear myself suffer again. It was fantastic. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, great is it. <laughs> uh, we also got this email from Shemek. Hey, Shemek. Um, says, congrats on the uh, new radio stations in Sacramento. I have a question. Plenty of people have asked where and how to listen to help you get radio ratings. I want to know which listening medium makes you guys the most money. Oh. You know, this, this is so <laughs> wow. cool. It is so nice of you guys, honestly, to, to like be thinking, how should I listen so that they're getting better ratings how can i listen to make them more money that's just so nice that it's really nice that you have i, I saw this email yesterday i'm like to, to be that invested in us is is so cool and and honestly you know you get into making money it, it, look the, the the thing that matters the most 
is, is two things. I said this last week. We have to show up and we have to entertain you. That's that's our job. And then we have to show results for our advertisers. It is a business, right? And and we go out and we we vet our advertisers. We find great companies. We find great people, small businesses, great big companies as well. And then hopefully you patronize them. That's how that's how the money is made. Yeah, you, you know, got the membership site. We got the stupid store. Superstore. You can watch us on Rad TV, and that that's all great. But but in, in the if, if you're since you're asking the question, I would never have even brought this up, but you brought it up, Shemek. It's all about. You trusting us, and when you need something, you go to one of our great advertisers. They see the success and the results. They buy more advertising, or they tell friends and other business owners, and there's your very boring answer. But thank you so much uh, for asking. I do appreciate it. One update from yesterday. I'm going to do this a couple times because people were so interested. We did a Dr. Rob letter from Kay. Uh, that's how she was identified uh, for, the, uh, for the email. Uh, long story short, <clears throat> excuse me, she's a hairdresser. She never gets returned customers, according to her. And uh, she goes through the whole thing in her, her Dr. Rob letter about uh, they people say she cuts great hair she's she's knows how to carry a conversation they don't talk politics the shop is really good uh, so why is why are they not coming back and she said is it because I'm transgender and we she wanted reality so we talked about well I mean look at the bud light thing yeah there are there are plenty of people who will simply say no you're I'm not going to do business with you so we, we went through the whole thing and a lot of you had the same reaction that I had and, and Dawn had. Where it was just, it's just, I don't know if sickening is the right word, but but we did have to talk about, we are at a state in this country where bigotry of all forms is at an all-time high. And it's what I call transparent bigotry, where people don't even hide the fact that they're racist, anti-Semitic, uh, mm. bigoted towards LGBTQ. Uh, and that's the real, I guess, scary thing for me uh, in the terms of, of what I've watched in my lifetime is that we went through a really cool period where we hid our bigotry. Now we wear it on our sleeve. And so a lot of you wrote in and said, what's the name? I, I, where, what's her business? I'll, I'll go. Oh, I love that I don't so care. Much. I, I want to support her. And she had specifically said in her email, I don't want to mention my business. And so we said, I said, I just said out loud yesterday, hey, Kay, if you're listening, write in if you're, if you're interested. So she did write back. Her name is actually Kristen. She was using her. Her name is in K K A Y. I mean, if that was a natural thing to think, yeah. but she just wanted me to use K. Uh, and uh, the reason she says I didn't want a, my business name out there is I didn't want it to seem like I was just trying to promote my business. Aww, I was really looking for insight. Sweetie. The business name. It's in Reno. It's in Reno. The business name is Cuts by Kristen. Oh. The only thing she screwed up is she spells cuts with a C like it's supposed to be. Should have been with a K. But, you know, that's oh all right. Oh, my God. little Williams, marketing, little marketing tip for you. Because, you know, her, really? Kristen's with a K. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, she says you can find her on Instagram or Facebook. It's Cuts by Kristen. And, again, I'll mention that a few times throughout the morning since we've got dozens of emails. I, like, I, I woke up thinking about her because the, the other thought that ran in my mind and I couldn't remember in your email was how new was the business because it hit me where I'm like, oh, my God, anyone I've ever known that's a hairstylist, it takes them a while to build their clientele. They almost have the same story. Like, what's going on? Why does it? Because people get, people get, even though she said her prices were fair, that's still something where it takes a while to build that someone's going to want to keep coming back and having their hair done and paying that cost, no matter what it is. But I, but I, I didn't know. I couldn't remember what you said, how long she'd been in business, because I thought, yes, of course, everything we still said about how sad it is, the state of our world, that it could possibly be the bigotry, but it could also be if it's a newer business like this, it 
I mean, this is the hairstylist I have now. She's thought about because she's her own owner, right? She owns her business. It's it's her. She could work anywhere. And she's literally thought about picking up and moving to different states that she's been interested in. But she's like, oh, my God, it took me years to build years to build the clientele that I have. And she's like, oh, my God, I'll be starting from nothing, barely having any customers, and it takes a long time to build. Well, so, all true, but I think know. that was Kristen's big concern is she can't build the damn clientele because they're not coming well, back. But, and I, But I, I hear that that happens, right? I don't want to take away from anything that we said, but I also want to add to it that some of it could not be that. It could just be the nature of this business. And when you hear people say how whether they're doing hair eyelashes, brows, nails, whatever, it, it takes time to build that reoccurring clientele. I only know she was out. So. She's been out of cosmetology school or whatever it would be, not cosmetology school, whatever, for three years, but I don't know how long the actual business was open. Yeah. Okay, so she is fairly new, and I was doing some reflecting on this topic as well yesterday, <laughs> and I was thinking back to my personal barber and putting things in my perspective, in a sense, because I remember when I first met my barber, he was in a location that was kind of hidden. Like, I had to Google and find, like, where's our barber open in this moment, and I found him. And uh, I was like, man, this is really hidden. And he wasn't doing so good there. He ended up taking a year off, and then he got a new location where there's a lot more traffic. Now the dude's busy, and he can't, he, he has to schedule people in now. So I'm wondering if location is really key in this Hopefully she's looking at all of this. Uh, either yeah. way, hopefully she'll get us some uh, some response from the maggots and yeah, I, lo I love use it, it as a as a springboard. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey Brandon, I've got a would you rather question. Okay. I, I, I was I was reflecting on this on, on my drive in, and I thought I'd start with uh, with you. Uh, all right, would you? Here's your choice. Would you rather be awoken in the middle of your night? Because we all have different middle of nights. For us, that's like what midnight ish. You know. <laughs> uh, would you rather be awoken in the middle of night by your dog because he needs to poop? Okay. Or or would you rather sleep through the night and wake up to a mess that you have to clean up? Well, of course I would I would choose to have my dog wake me up so that I didn't have a mess to clean mm -hmm. up because then I would be woken up by the smell of poo in the house, which has happened before, and that's not a great way to wake up. But you would but remember in my in my question you would get to sleep all the way through and then wake yeah, up to the no, to, no no. No, because I I yeah. still even if I wake up with my alarm or at my alarm and I still smell poo, that's not the way I want to wake up. I want to wake up with my dog, Walter, scratching at the bed, telling me he needs to go, and I would get up and do it. Do, 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 do you still choose that if if you you cannot and do not get back to sleep after he wakes you up? Yeah, that's fine, because I don't want to clean up poo in my house. Okay, I just okay, don't want okay. it to happen. Don't, don't, fellow dog owner. Same. Same, yeah. Same, exact okay. same. All right, all right. Well, okay. Yeah. I, I, just, I threw it out there, because that, that, that's how my day began. Uh, I was <laughs> oh, no. fast asleep. It's one fifteen in the morning, uh, yeah. so I got another you know hour, hour and a half, oh. and then uh, there's uh, there's Sarge, the, the <laughs> year-and-a-half-old lab. He's so cute. His face is so big. He's uh, he instead of being on the bed where he usually is, uh, a scout, the other lab. He's he's snoring away. But, but <laughs> the OG. I, I, uh, Sarge, it turns out, is in the room next door, which is which is the dog room that leads to their potty area. And as I'm fast asleep, I. Roof! Oh. <laughs> Sarge, Sarge never barks. When he does, it's this big manly bark, and and yeah. and he he barks to let us know he's got to go out. <laughs> uh, my wife did an amazing job uh, housebreaking him. He had like one or two accidents, and he knows to to bark at us when he has to go. Unfortunately, he did it at one fifteen this morning. <laughs> 
and there was never a chance I was getting back to sleep after all of that uh, occurred. So as I was driving in, I was like, God damn it. I was, I'm, I'm tired. I didn't sleep well the other night. And I'm, you know, you want to get mad at your dog. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but I, this is a lot better than waking up to a pile because I agree. Yes. That is an awful way to, to wait. Plus, I have that morning gag reflex thing. Mm. And the last thing I want to smell in the morning well, is poo that I'm cleaning and up. And then I also would feel bad for my Hank. Yeah. You know, that, that no one heard him and he couldn't get out. And, and however their mind can process this, he's going somewhere he knows is not his spot to go. I don't know, you know? how much we're there. I think we're humanizing I, Oh, I little. absolutely humanize it. So that would be my other layer of feeling so rotten. Like, oh, my God, you poor baby. Well, you were calling I mean, for us. You were trying to wake me up and nothing. We know we know that dogs do. They, they experience some emotions, we think. And, and they could. We, we know that they can experience a form of shame because you can see that. But... The idea that they're sitting there processing, oh no, I, you know, you know, dogs are saying, dogs are saying, fine, don't wake me up, I'm just gonna crap right here. That they're not, they're not th that. Uh, I have the worst memory that I, 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 I have shoved down, but when now that we're talking about it, oh, I have seen, I never want to see that shame again on our Hank. My husband and I, as always, it is gonna be the owner's fault. Uh, he thought I took Hank out to go before we were leaving, and I thought he took him. So we didn't even ask each other because we just thought, right, one or the other did it. We go out. We did. This is when he would still need to be crated when we left. And, um, and now he that he can just roam and be and be free in the house when we leave. But we come home and open the crate, and he doesn't even look at us. He wants nothing to do with us. <laughs> I was, I, I even think I called you. I was freaking out. Like, what happened? What happened? Go over to his, because you know, uh, his doesn't smell anywhere like the cat. You know, right away they went somewhere. And the pad in there, I'm like, mm. why is it wet? I took him out. Didn't you take him out? Gary's like, no, I thought you took him out. And I'm Aww. like, oh my God, when did it happen? And how long was the poor thing laying in? I mean, Oh my God, we beat ourselves up for days, and on he was not the same with us for like two days. It right. was and, awful, and that's to the point. That's the difference. Oh my God! If if he would have been roaming oh. the house and he would have just whizzed in the corner, he wouldn't have given you any, any shame. He yep. wouldn't have cared. It's because he had to lay in it. That's the one. Yes. That's why you use crate training because dogs oh. never want to go where they sleep. Exactly. That's, that's why they always try to find like a room somewhere that they don't spend a lot of time in usually when they do that. And then once he snapped out, I mean, it, it was awful. I, I thought he was never, ever going to forgive us, right? It was, it was the longest. Those two days felt like years. It was awful. And, um, you know, he still ate. He did whatever, still did the things, still wanted to play and all of that, but really wanted nothing to do with us. But then... Once it steps in, it's like it never happened. He's the same self going in and out of his crate. Like, that never occurred because I also thought, oh, God, he's never going to go back into his crate. They're, they're very adaptable creatures. <laughs> but it was awful. As long as we're talking about crap, let's get to the uh, my favorite non-news news story uh, of, the, of the past week. I love non-news news stories where it's blasted all over the media. And it had it, there's absolutely no news to it whatsoever, but everybody talks about it, and social media erupts over it. Uh, the world's top government and business leaders are meeting today. It's what's called the Asia Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit. Thank God they call it APEC because I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> it's today through Thursday. Presidents, prime ministers of several countries: United States, China, Peru, Chile, Canada, etc. Uh, President Biden will meet with Chinese President Xi. Not that Biden will know that he's doing that. Yeah. Uh, oh, and 20,000 people will will come to the site of APEC, which is being held 
in San Francisco starting today. And so, as I have talked about for years, and the most recent time, I believe, was this summer when the Major League Baseball All-Star Game was in Seattle. What we do in America, what we do around the world, when the world or the country's cameras are going to be on your city, you clean it up. And then all the crap comes back. This is what we do. When the All-Star Game was in Seattle, uh, uh, you you saw the most pristine-looking city. It looked gorgeous because they had shoved all of the homeless people and the drug dealers uh, out of the out of the way of anything that might get that might get filmed or in any way captured, and so San Francisco is doing that. <laughs> they have cleaned up uh, several homeless encampments, seven intersections in the no- notorious Tenderloin district, south of Market, uh, other areas where tents were once propped up. Sidewalks are now clear and spotless. The hangouts along Mission Street and Market Street are gone. Drug addicts, dealers, homeless have miraculously disappeared. They've been pushed to other parts of the city. There's a lot more police presence in these areas. And, of course, once APEC is gone, the police presence will simmer down and the tents will return and it will flare up again. This is not news. See, it's not news because the first three letters in the word are new. N-E-W. This happens all the time everywhere across the country. This is not news. The only thing that's news here is credit to California Governor Gavin Newsom's who did what no politician ever does. He told the truth. He literally told the truth. Oh. He, 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 he literally said. <laughs> wow. It, I mean, it, and it's like, that's the, that's the only thing that we should be talking about. But no, of course, because he told the truth, we're just, we're just shaming him. Mm. He told the truth about something that's done long before him. And those of you who are longtime listeners know I'm no big fan of Governor Nuisance. But you got you to gotta call these things each time they happen. He said, quote, folks say, well, they're just cleaning up this place because all these fancy leaders are coming into town. That's true, because it's true, end quote. Exactly. Thank him. you. And by the way, thank you for one of the greatest expressions of all time. That's true, because it's true. It's like it is what it is. You can't argue with somebody who says that's I, I, true because it's true. Listen, I, Jesus. I don't like him at all, but when you point out things like that, uh, there was one other thing he did I can't remember that I was surprised by. Good for him. Well, I'm not gonna take them. great. That that's like shocking for a politician to admit that. There's videos going around of people that live there, and they're showing, like, like here's what this street used to look like, like literally two days ago or whatever. And then they they show it, and it's like, oh my god, it's hard to believe that the before picture was ever there. And it was there like three days ago. Yeah, and the after picture is like, that's the San Francisco I remember. Now look, (laughs) the the debate over if you could clean it up that quickly, why didn't you? Okay, fine. But they didn't clean it up. They just shoved them aside and pushed them out. Exactly. And they're going to all come back. So this isn't like just sweeping stuff under the rug or shoving items into the closet in the corner and just closing the door. It is kind of. Right, right. But- the, those things in the house don't aren't living people. Right. So where do they put these homeless people, and where they go? Are they just going to end up coming back? Yep. Yeah, or they're like they're a few they... blocks down the road. Literally, they, they they it's always it's different when every city does it. Some cities go as far as uh, uh, if they can putting them on buses and sending them to a, to a, to Oakland or or Richmond or whatever. Um, but the story out of San Francisco is because the, all the media is there anyways for this giant summit is that if you literally walk like 10 blocks, there they all are. They just sh- pushed them out. Yeah, and, and that's so that's and that's why that's why the uh, the faux rage uh, in this case of conservatives over well, it was that easy. Why didn't you do it before is exactly that. It's absolutely phony. All they did was move them to another part of the city. Now those residents are going to are going to oh. scream and yell. 
fortunately, they only have to deal with it for like 72 hours because that, that, that story is right. The cops will leave Friday morning when all the dignitaries do and slowly, but I don't think, I think by the end of the weekend, everybody will be back where they belong. I, I, I feel like, because um, I get all those videos, I feel, is it your algorithm? We think that catches on to what we like? Okay. Yeah. Mine must, it's, it's brain must be catching on fire because I'll look at <laughs> videos of animals, right? Families doing fun things, uh, things that catch my eye that I guess y'all would view as liberal, things that catch my eye that are conservative. So I get all the things, right? It's like, whoa, wait, we can't figure this chick out. But those videos, I was like, what are you saying? And it was more from the conservative side. See, they can clean it up. They just don't. I'm like, no, they didn't clean it up. They didn't fix the problem. <laughs> they didn't fix anything. As we just said, they just shoot them down the street. Right. They, 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 no, they, uh, A, some don't want to fix it. B, it's a very complicated, complex thing. So, God, no, they didn't just fix it in two days. Right. And if it was they a, if it was they a, swept them away. a conservative city that did the same thing. <laughs> The reporting from the conservative media would be good. See, see, that's how you solve the problem. Good for them for cleaning it up. It, it's it's just so ridiculous. This stupid country that sides. Yeah. I get why they do it, but at the same time, like the cynical, funny side of me thinks, like, why'd you do it? Because homeless people are pretty much iconic, the same as the Golden Gate Bridge to San Francisco nowadays. They are now. <laughs> uh, let's get to Win Rob's Change. We do it every morning at six thirty and nine thirty. We start with Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. <laughs> Who says yesterday's 9.30 contestant Shannon gave us a solid guess, after which Rob's Clue eliminated about 100 or so possibilities from my spreadsheet, and there are now 539 valid numbers remaining, which means our 6.30 contestant today has a 0.19% chance of picking the right one and winning the game. To put that in perspective, according to a Harris poll, it's 100 times more likely, about 19%, that a person with a tattoo feels that they are more attractive than people without tattoos. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Because yeah, if you're if you're if you're focused on your body so much that you get a tattoo, yeah. you should feel that way, and it's an important thing to you. I can see how it'd make you feel sexy. Of course, definitely. I mean, you should all, if if you care about that stuff. Because a lot of people are like I don't I don't, I don't care. Yeah. My, like my wife and I, we're very superficial. We care about it. Then you should feel <laughs> like you're very attractive. Oh, so what happens when you get tattoos and then you t put a pause on it? And you go, I really wish I never put any of these on my body. Yeah, Brandon, I mean, you, you've had to clean up a few of your tattoos, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what you do. You just change it. Sure, you do uh, cover-ups, but I don't have any desire to stop. So, right, you know, right. it's it's really just a matter of time and money because it's such a big investment. But, you know, the, because we have the ability to remove tattoos now, it's just... It's just like kind of like a sort of whatever. It's just no big deal. Yeah. Well, the removal is terrible. Oh my God. Make sure you get, I mean, in general, a tattoo you like because it's there forever or not because you can get it removed, but it hurts like hell. I had one removed and I just, I'm not opposed to tattoos, just not a tattoo person. But, and it's taken forever because my niece Queenie and I do want to get one. And that's the same. Um, and it's like figuring out where it is. And it, it wouldn't make me feel sexy, but I was thinking, oh, the back of my neck, because you could hide it or not. Um, and But it would make me feel like I have an edge. Right? Like, like even though right. my hair's down, I know it's there. Right. And it's like there's this little <laughs> bit of edge now. We are looking for our 10th guest. If you give us the right amount of money, you win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody. And Dawn. The Rob, anybody. anybody. And Dawn Show.